Hello, word nerds, word nerds, word nerds. This is The Dictionary. My name is Spencer. How are you doing today? Today, today, today. Uh, If you couldn't tell, I'm making a little funny joke. It's a hilarious little joke because this is the echo the echo uh, episode all almost all of these words have echo at the beginning and so you know i'm gonna probably make some echoes throughout this episode because that's what i do i make echoes all right the first word in this episode is not an echo word it is echiuroid echiuroid e-c-h-i-u-r-o-i-d Noun from circa 1889, any of a phylum of marine worms of uncertain taxonomic affinities that have a sensitive but non-retractable proboscis above the mouth. Okay, the phylum name is, how do you say this word, Echiura, Echiura, and then there's another word, Echiuroidea, that's before that it says SYN. I don't remember what that means. It's not a synonym. It's some sort of taxonomic thing. Um, so they're worms. And I would love to post a picture of one of these echiuroids on social media. Some people might get grossed out, uh, grossed out about that. Sorry, that's just how the world goes. Uncertain taxonomic affinities. I'm not sure what that means. Affinities. Things... They have an affinity for wine, but people are not really sure how to categorize that in the taxonomic system. Uh, They have a proboscis above their mouth. Can't wait to see what that creepy thing looks like. Uh, Maybe I'll just do a quick little uh, Google image search because I can. Um, So it's non-retractable, but it is sensitive. So, you know, they can... They, they can feel a lot of stuff with it. Oh my god, what have I found? These look like sweet potatoes. Is that is that what these are? I think echiuroid. Yeah, they look like sweet potatoes from what I could tell. Uh, let's do some actual digging later. Uh, interesting, interesting. So the... Um, the etymology says this is from the Greek word ekis, which means viper, which we saw in the previous episode, plus oura, O-U-R-A, which means tail. So it's uh, it's the tail of a viper? I mean, it kind of, sort of looks like the end of a snake, but way more bulbousy than that. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Uh, I forgot to mention, today I'm recording this on June 28th. It is currently 7.14 a.m. I'm in my work office. Oh, and I haven't done another TikTok video. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, Okay, well, uh, I think I'm going to have to do some sort of echo sound effect because, because that's just, that makes the most sense for this episode. I'll go, hello, hello, hello. The next word is the word echo. First form, noun from uh, the 14th century. The plural echoes can be spelled with or without an E before the S. 1A, the repetition of a sound caused by a reflection of sound waves. 
I think you know what that means. I know you, and I think you know what that means. But if you don't, it basically means sound travels from one place, it goes through through waves, and then when it hits a surface, some sort of surface, it's going to bounce back if it's loud enough, or usually if it's loud enough, or if the conditions are correct, lots of factors. We should put a link in the show notes for Echo and why these happen and how these happen and all that sort of stuff. Uh, So it bounces back, and uh, if it bounces back to you, you hear your own sound back. That's an echo. Uh, I remember being at a, uh, a fireworks, it was was the 4th of July, there were fireworks going on, and I was in an area that had these kind of like cliffs nearby, uh, cliffs, but there were also buildings, maybe it was the building that I'm thinking of, and the firework would go off, and then it would, we'd hear the sound, and then it would bounce off the building that was way behind us, and then it would come back, so you'd hear this echo of the firework, after the fact. They're a fascinating thing. Uh, you know, it's it's a very basic uh, physical thing that happens um, in physics and sound, waves, particles, all that stuff. Uh, but it's pretty cool uh, when it happens. Um, trying to think if there, if I have any other personal experiences of echoes. Um, I also just, in general, it's not like echo exactly, because an echo, I think, gives the idea of the sound is done and then it comes back to you shortly afterwards. Um, But there's also just the idea of a room that's very live and so it's very reflective. And uh, I don't know if you could call those echoes, but you you hear a sound that just sort of travels a while. If you clap, you, you might just hear it go and it's a version of an echo i don't know if you can call that an echo like in a in a in a cathedral or something if you clap make a sound i just love love those weird reflecty sound things that happen okay 1b the sound due to such a reflection so the reflecting of the sound is an echo but then the sound itself is an echo 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 2a A repetition or imitation of another, and the synonym is reflection. So we are not necessarily talking about sound here, but maybe a person is echoing somebody else, and maybe what they say or what they do, maybe it's one of those uh, actor um, exercises where they have to mimic somebody like in a mirror, that would be an echo. To be, the synonyms are repercussion, and result. Hmm. So the repercussions of your actions are an echo, the result of something, some sort of action that can also be called an echo. To see, the synonyms are trace and vestige. So the trace amounts what's left over, that would be the trace, the vestige. It's an echo of a thing. Oh, this uh, this group of people used to live on this land and then they left but there are still traces of, of them living there. That would be the, oh, the echo of those indigenous people or something like that. Uh, two, D, the synonym is response. So if you are responding to me in an email, you can email me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. Uh, the, that, uh, that, I guess, would be an echo. Can't think of a, a better example. Three, one who closely imitates or repeats 
another's words, ideas, or acts. That could be a whole range of things. They could be imitating uh, for their own sake. Uh, I'm going to imitate you because I, I, I think what you're doing is great and I think I can do it better or I want the same, uh, the same attention on me or it's just uh, could be whatever. I personally, when I hear something interesting, I like to echo it. I like to copy it, mimic it back. I try not to because I think that people might be a little bothered by that, but in my head, I sure do. Um, And so that is, there's no reason really behind it, but that is also an echo. An echo of a thing, words, ideas, acts, it's not really what I do. But I am also echoing the words that are here in this book. I am repeating them out to you so you can hear it. If you don't want to read the book or if you can't, physically read the book for whatever reason, then you get to uh, you get to hear me echo it to you. Number four, a soft repetition of a musical phrase. Da da li doo doo da da li doo doo It's a little musical echo. Five A the repetition of a received radio signal due especially to reflection of part of the wave from an ionized layer of the atmosphere. And I don't know nothing about radio signals, really, so I, the repetition of a received... So is this where, like, the literally, the radio signal reflects off of a part of the a layer of the atmosphere? But then what gets that... I, I don't know. I'm confused by this one. Maybe I need to do a little bit digging... A little digging on this radio signal echo thing. Hmm. I don't know if I have experienced that at all. 5B1. The reflection of transmitted radar signals by an object. Uh, So I would think that this is, you know, when they're using radar to see if a thing is out there somewhere in the world when they get this signal back of like, oh, there's a giant monster coming at us at one mile per hour, I guess that would be an echo. Uh, And then 5B2, this is the visual indication of this reflection on a radar scope. Uh, We've seen this in movies so many times. (laughs) The little, you know, the little green circle screen and there's a, a line, a straight line that's going around. And then there's little little circles or little pictures blipping and blopping all over the place. Those would be, that's the visual indication of a thing when they're using the radar. It shoots out a radar signal and it bounces back when it hits something. Echoey is an adjective. E-C-H-O-E-Y. Echoey. This room is so echoey. Echoey, echoey, echoey. So this is uh, from uh, Middle English Echo with no H but two C's, from Middle French Echo, which I guess is also Latin, from the Greek Echo. It is akin to the Latin word wagire, V-A-G-I-R-E, which means wall, Um, and then also the Greek eki, which means sound. Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Not wall. Whale, W-A-I-L, 
Wagire and Echo. I mean, like, letter-wise and phonetically, those don't really make sense to me. Wagire and Echo. Uh, Maybe there's something. I don't know. I'm, I'm missing something here. But wailing in an area, you're making sound, and then it bounces back to you. Uh, there's the, there's the phrase, they say that, like, ducks have no echo, their sounds can't echo, but I think that that doesn't make any sense. I don't know, I might have to look into that. Be like, why, what is this phrase? Why does this phrase exist? I don't understand why a duck sound wouldn't echo. Makes no sense to me. Echo, echo, echo. The second form of echo is a verb from 1596, starting with intransitive. One. To resound with echoes. Resound with echoes. Now, or is it to resound? Is it like I'm resound? Hmm, I don't know which which way we're supposed to say that word. To resound with echoes or to resound? There, I feel like there's a difference there. Uh, yep, that's that one. Number two, to produce an echo. I can't do that here literally, actually, because this room does not echo at all. Transitive 1A, the synonyms are repeat and imitate, as in children echoing their teacher's words. Children are really good at that. They probably mostly haven't developed some sort of critical thinking. Some kids have, but in general, I know I was definitely a kid that was that would just sort of echo what uh, authority people would say parents teachers whoever just like oh what whatever they say is uh, is true um and so i think uh that is a very common thing and i think it is up to the adults to teach the children critical thinking think for yourself don't necessarily just uh say and believe whatever we say uh, think for yourself and and get other people's opinions. And uh, I, I feel like religion is a big part of this. Parents take their kids to some sort of religion thing, and uh, then they just sort of get used to it. And like, oh, this is just what we do, so I'm just going to echo that. And then I'm I, that's just what I grew up with, so that's what I'm used to, and then I'm going to keep on doing that when I grow up and maybe I have kids. Uh, but... I don't. I just really want to stress that people think for themselves and not necessarily do what their parents did just because they did it. What do you want to do? 1B. To restate in support or agreement, as in, his successor echoed his opinion. Yep, I support you. I agree with you. I'm going to say that as well. Uh, this reminds me of that silly scene in, uh, I think it was uh, American Pie, that's a throwback. Uh, there's um, f- f- lo- lo- lacrosse. There was a lo- lacrosse team, and the uh, the coach was talking about, you know, giving them inspiration and stuff, and then the assistant coach just sort of echoed certain words. I think one of them was like collaboration or something like that, and I just thought it was funny. He would just echo certain words, and that was all he did. For you seniors, this marks the culmination of the past four years. Culmination. Uh, let's see. 1C is where we're at. To be reminiscent of. The synonym is evoke, as in music that echoes 
an earlier time. Oh, it, it evokes the feeling of when we were young and happy. We are so reminiscent and nostalgic of that time. My music, I guess, for that would be, um, well, 80s music, but also 50s music, because I listened to a lot of that when I was a kid in the 80s. Uh, and yeah, cause that's what my dad listened to. So I was just echoing my dad's music. Number two, to send back by the reflection of sound waves. And the thing that you are sending back is a sound to send back a sound by the reflection of sound waves. Now, so this is transitive. So is this something that you... How who's who is doing this sending back? Is it the wall, the cliff face, the canyon? Uh, can you, yeah, I don't I don't know who were who were doing who is doing this echoing, who is doing all of this echoing. Uh, that's it for the verb form 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 form. This is now another form of the word echo. This one has a capital E. First form of this one. Noun from 1595. I don't know if I've heard of this one. This is a nymph in Greek mythology who pines away for love of Narcissus until nothing is left of her but her voice. Uh, maybe I have heard of, of this, this nymph echo. I can't remember exactly, but uh, I think Narcissus was the one who was looking at himself in the water, the reflection. That's where we get narcissism from, just constantly looking at yourself, and you're the most important thing ever. And so Echo, I guess, was in love with Narcissus and just uh, pined away for so long that uh, the, her, her body is gone, but her voice is left over. And, you know, clearly I think that we see where this came from. You know, there was the idea of echo, echoing, oh, there's that voice that's coming back to me from from the Grand Canyon. I don't think they had the Grand Canyon in, in Greece. Uh, but there's this sound coming back. Oh, what is that? Oh, I don't know. Let's make a mythological creature uh, about that. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for this uh, this nymph, Echo. Echo, 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 echo. Echoes don't do that. They don't do that at all. The second form of echo with a capital E is from 1952, and it is a communications code word for the letter E. So what is it? Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo. And then is it Foxtrot, Gibraltar, Hyacinth? I don't think those are right. What what sound what what sound am I gonna echo? Woo 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 woo. Echocardiogram is next. Noun from 1967. This is a visual record made by echocardiography, and then also the procedure for producing such a record. And we're gonna learn about echocardiography right now. So let's do that that that. Echocardiography. Noun from 1965. The use of ultrasound to examine the structure and functioning of the heart for abnormalities and disease. Echocardiographer is a noun, and echocardiographic is an adjective. So, when they do this echocardiography, it creates an echocardiogram, the visual record 
from checking out the heart. And then the procedure, I guess, is also the echocardiogram. We got to perform an echocardiogram by using echocardiography because I am an echocardiographer. Um, Ultrasound is incredibly high-frequency sound, and so they'll put the stuff, the, the goo, the machine, on the area of the heart, and it will give a visual representation. Now, is it the thing like when you do an ultrasound of, of a baby? Does it look like that? Or is it uh, more of like a chart thing? I would think it's more of the baby thing, right? That makes sense. And so, whew, scientists, they're so crazy. They figured out how to do this. I don't understand how they did it, but they did it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating thing. Echo cardio. So it's it's using um, what what process ultrasound? I guess the sound waves are are able to bounce into your body, and then they bounce back. That's the echo part. They bounce back, uh, and that's where that's the echo word, uh, and that's where they are able to get that signal and put it up on a monitor for you to see in high definition. High definition, high definition, high definition. Next is echo chamber, noun from circa 1937. Uh, This is a room with sound reflecting walls used for producing hollow or echoing sound effects. So this is a room, usually when you're recording audio like I am here and stuff like that, you want it to be more dead. You don't want an echo because if you want an echo, you can create the echo later, at least in with our technology today. Um, and so you want this, you don't want the sounds to reflect. But back in the day, it was a, a lot harder to create that echo sound. So I guess they built rooms that had walls that were made specifically to reflect sound, and so you could make sounds in there, and then you would get that really cool reverby echo sound. Now, there is another definition for echo chamber that is not in here that is more about, um, oh, let's see. It's like you're preaching to the choir. You are talking to people who all agree with you. I think I have this right. I can put a a link in the show notes maybe to give more detail, but it's like, oh, I'm just in an echo chamber. I'm, I'm in my community. We all agree on the same thing. We don't have any new ideas coming in. Or, or people to question what we think or say, um, which is sometimes fine, but sometimes not fine. When you're at a company and you're trying to make something for the masses, uh, you don't want to be in an echo chamber. You want a whole bunch of diverse opinions. So that's another way they use it. Use it, use it, use it. Next is echoic. Echoic. Uh, E-C-H-O-I-C. Adjective from circa 1880. Number one, formed in imitation of some natural sound. And the synonym is a fantastic word, onomatopoeic. Onomatopoeic. Is that, did I say that? Onomata, no, I think I added a syllable. Onomatopoeic. There we go. O-N-O-M-A-T-O-P-O-E-I-C. Onomatopoeic. So what is this formed in imitation of some natural sound? Well, I know an onomatopoeia. No, wait a minute. I think I'm mixing up my words here. What is this? I don't know. Something about imitating sounds. Uh, 
Number two, of or relating to an echo. This, uh, this thing, it relates to an echo, so it's echoic. Echoic, echoic, echoic. Next is echolalia. Echolalia. Noun from circa 1885. The often pathological repetition of what is said by other people as if echoing them. Ooh, sound this sounds like a like a clinical thing that you could be you could be designated with echolalia. I can't help repeating what other people are saying. And uh, I I think I have this just a little bit in my head sometimes. If it sounds interesting, I want to echo them. Uh, but no, I don't really have this. I don't it's not a pathological thing. I can't I, I can stop myself from saying what other people are saying. It's not a problem at all. Nope, it's not a problem. Echolalic. Echolalic. That is an adjective. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wew, 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 wew. Echolocation is next. Echolocation. Noun from circa 1944. A physiological process for locating distant or invisible objects, like prey, by sound waves reflected back to the emitter, like a bat, from the objects. So, this is, you know, bats, uh, dolphins, uh, lots of other animals, they use this echolocation, and it's just the idea of sending out a sound wave, usually a high-frequency click or something, and... I don't understand how they do this, but humans, humans have learned how to do this. People who do not have eyesight or very low eyesight have learned to create click sounds. And when they hear, because their their ears are so much more well-developed than the rest of us who can see, the sounds bounce back to them and they can tell uh the 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 space that they're in maybe if there's a tree over there or some obstacle or something like that i would love to learn how to do this uh, and maybe if i go blind i will but it's it's a fascinating thing that i think humans have been able to do this but you know bats uh, dolphins they've been doing this for for a millennia i don't know 30 years maybe something a long time and it's just, they send out a sound, it bounces back, they can tell where things are, where their prey is, and then they go grab it. And it's fascinating. Echolocation. They go... That kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. I'm just going to repeat the last few words. Next is echo sounder. Two words. Noun from 1927. An instrument for determining the depth of a body of water or of an object below the surface by sound waves. So this is the thing that humans have created uh, to figure out how deep water is. So if you go on a boat, a fishing boat, a sailboat, a lot of them these days, they have these things that'll tell you it is 48 meters deep below us right now. Uh, or they're looking for an object, that too. Oh, okay, we got to make a good good echo sound. We're just going to go back to the original one. Hello, hello, hello. The next and last word is echo virus. And yes, it is the last of the echo words. Uh, 
It is a noun from 1955. Any of numerous serotypes of an enterovirus found in the gastrointestinal tract that cause cytopathic changes in cells in tissue culture and are sometimes associated with respiratory ailments and meningitis. Well, that sounds terrible. Uh, An example of the species of one of these uh, enteroviruses is human enterovirus B. Uh, So the name, oh, interesting. It has nothing to do with echoing whatsoever. I was wondering about that. I thought, is this a a virus that echoes something in some way? No, 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 no. The E stands for enteric. The C is cytopathogenic. The H is human. And the O is orphan. Orphan? Little orphan Annie? I don't understand how the orphan part came into here, but I guess there's some good reason. Let's put a link in the show notes for echo virus. And why do we use the word orphan there? And then, of course, just plus the word virus. All right, let's pick a word of the episode. We had echiuroid, echo, 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 (laughs) echocardiogram, echocardiography, echo chamber, echoic, echolalia, echolocation, echo sounder, and echo virus. Hmm. I mean, I think the, uh, the easy, the easy one is just echo in general. It's a really interesting concept. There are lots and lots of ways that you can use the word echo, lots of types of echoes. Echocardiography is an amazing, really good, awesome thing for science and medicine. I'm really good with the words, ain't I? And uh, let's see, echo chamber, that's an interesting one to go. I, I want to go into both versions. I want to go into an echo chamber where everything is echoey and reverby, but I also want to go into one of those other things where it's all the sound is deadened, one of those float tanks, and you float there, and the sensory deprivation tanks, or one of those rooms that are like the quietest rooms ever. I really, really want to do that. If anybody wants to pay me to do that, I will go. Uh, let's see, anything else? Uh, not so sure. I mean, there's also the the nymph, the Greek nymph echo, which is a fascinating thing that they created. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I don't know. Let's just pick echo. That's a simple one. This is a song about echoing, echoing, echoing. There's lots of echoes in this song, 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 song. It's really dumb song, but I'm singing it anyway, way, way, way. That's the end of the song, 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 song. All right. Uh, that's it for the words, and I will quickly mention another word, another movie. I saw, I got words on the brain. I just can't help it. Um, oh, the next movie I saw uh, was the movie Weird, the Al Yankovic movie. The Al Yankovic story, I think is what it's called. This was the second time I watched it. Uh, I think I, yeah, I watched it on the plane coming back from a work trip. And, um, oh, it's just such a fantastic and silly movie. And if you have not watched it, I really highly recommend it. You don't have to be a fan of Weird Al. You don't have to know him or his music or anything. Just go into it uh, to enjoy a silly, fun movie. And that's all there is to it. Do that, please and thank you. 
You'll have a great time. I highly recommend it. Okay, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Shun, shun. Goodbye. Goodbye.